Hey, Tech Leads. Today, we're going to wrap up this kind of rambling journey we've been on together this week. We've been talking a little bit about habits, a little bit about your self-identity, who you see yourself as, as an engineer, or as as a leader. We're going to wrap it up today and move on to some bigger and better stuff next week. Welcome to the Tech Lead Coaching Podcast. My name is Michael Rice, and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I try to bring you some useful stuff that you can put to use today to make you more effective in the role, whether you're brand new or you're highly experienced. Tech Leads. This is episode number 64, and I have important news for you. It's Friday, Tech Leads. It's Friday, October 18th, 2019 is the year. And the Tech Lead Coaching Podcast is a podcast for early tech leaders like you, whether you're a tech lead, a hands-on engineering manager, or even like a startup CTO. I feel like you need a podcast like this because first-line tech leads and manager roles are pretty challenging, but they're also a huge opportunity in your career. I want you to make the most of it. So my goal is to bring you clarity on what you're supposed to do, certainty in how to do it, and confidence that you're going to be successful, because of course you are. Remember the new structure of these podcasts is that I'm going to float some ideas to you that you can put to use right away in your tech leadership. In other words, these are going to be a little rough and rambling. So thank you for hanging out with me on your uh, in your ears or on your in your car. Um, but the better content, I think the tighter content is going to show up in the email list, which is michaelrice.substack.com. I'll link to it in the show notes. All right, Tech Leads, we're going to do kind of a new format here, or at least not format for you, but format for me. So hang with me while I work through this. So my thinking was that you are probably still not convinced that your identity as a software engineer, as opposed to being a tech leader, is holding you back. I mean, that's what we talked about this week, right? On Monday, we talked a little bit about kind of broach the subject of identity and why it matters, how it can hold you back. Then I did this weird thing on Tuesday where I tried to tie it into like little small incremental improvements, 1% improvements. I call it weird because I think it's kind of unique, but I think it's um, super valuable. But I don't know if you're like me, you're probably pretty skeptical, right? Like trust (laughs) your, your trust in people is a little low. You're not just going to trust some weird guy that has this like kind of janky podcast to uh, tell you such a big thing about your self identity. And besides you know, talk is cheap. And so especially podcasters, if you've noticed, like to talk a lot, I'm actually not one of them. So it's kind of strange. I do a podcast, but talk, talk is cheap and it's easy to say a lot of things. But if you're like me, you're like, show me the code, right? Like, I don't want to talk about what your software does. I want to see it. And so the same comes with, uh, with this idea of leadership. Right. And so, you know, I think as, um, as software engineers or, or other, you know, similar tech professionals, we are tend to be very analytical, right? I mean, we're paid to be smart. We're paid to um, think our way through um, challenges before we do it. You know, we want to look around corners a little bit, try to see edge cases because some of the things we build, if we don't build it the right way from the beginning, could create a mess for us. So when it comes to things like leadership, we tend to bring that same um, analytical you know, horsepower to it, right? Like we want to optimize solutions as much as possible. And for a lot of us, we derive most of our pleasure, not from the bigger impact or the bigger chunks of code, but actually diving in there and kind of tweaking the code and continually improving it and optimizing it over and over. So I want to tell you a story 
that I read in my book, uh, Atomic Habits, which I'm kind of on this week, um, by James Clear. And in one of the chapters, I can't remember now which one, he tells the story of a college photography class. So in the photography class, the um, professor divided the room into two pieces or two sides, right and left. So on one side, let's say the right side, um, the professor told the students, um, for your grade, there's going to be one grade at the end of the semester. For the grade, you need to produce one truly beautiful photo. So you're going to be a photographer in this class. So I need one, just one photo, but it's got to be your very, very best work. And then to the other side of the class, he said, he or she said, I don't know, um, I don't really care how great the pictures are. I just want 100 pictures. So I want you to produce 100 pictures. I think I'd, I'd rather be on the right side or the left side of the class producing a whole bunch, right? Um, what is really interesting um, is that the class who took the one photo the quality, what the professor noticed was that the quality of that one photo was quite a bit lower than the, the quality of the other, class, the other side of the class that took a lot of pictures. Um, what we expected is, you know, I think we would tend to think it would be the other way around, right? If you keep focusing on that one picture, get that one picture right, it gives you a lot more time to just get it, get it done versus producing 100 where you're in the darkroom a lot, you know, you're producing... Um, you know, all the, all the, uh, chemicals. I can't remember. I, t- I took a Photoshop long, long before they had digital pictures and you had to like, uh, process all that film. Um, but it turned out that, um, it turns out that action is greater than preparation. So I think if you had the idea was if you have this one photo that you have to do, you're going to take a ton of time to like, you know, prepare for it, try to get the right lighting, uh, maybe stage it correctly, um, wait for it, try to try to produce this one perfect picture. Whereas the other side of the room, because they were just constantly in action and like producing pictures, because they kept doing it over and over again, they were um, producing a higher quality, I think just through repetition and learning and practice. So I think that's an interesting lesson to take away because when we're writing code, we tend to... Um, or when we're working on systems, we sometimes have a habit of like spending a lot, maybe too much time at the whiteboard. As much as I advocate for mastering the whiteboard, there's a point at which you just have to go do it. And we look for those perfect designs or perfect analytical, um, you know, the beauty and the analysis. But I think that that perfection, as you've probably heard lots of times, is um, is often the enemy of the good, right? Perfect is the, the enemy of getting stuff done. So to take that a little further, in the book, um, the way the author James Clear describes it, he talks about motion versus action, right? So motion is um, is an illusion. So oftentimes we're at work, if you think about our jobs as, as technical people, as software engineers, we spend a lot of time in motion. So we're maybe in meetings, we're on Slack channels, we're talking, we're at the whiteboard, we're saying, what is this thing we're doing? We, we're analyzing it, we're doing a lot of thinking, we're doing a lot of planning, um, maybe we're writing documents. Like I said, we're in meetings, um, discussing these ideas. Um, you know, and, it, and in some ways it's not all that bad, right? Like, I mean, some of that motion I think is important. Um, James Clear was not writing to software engineers who, who do need to get things, you know, 
more right than not. Um, and, you know, there's some good aspects to actually having these sessions, right? There's some like team building there. We can catch some obvious problems. But, you know, I think that his point is valid too and that there needs to be a balance between, you know, doing things that seem like work versus actually um, getting things done because there's a point at which you cross this line where preparation is turning into procrastination. And so sometimes as a team, we, especially as team leads, where we need to make that call and say, look, we have to go do X, you know, enough talking, let's go do it. Um, that, that can create quite a bit of anxiety um, in um, you. And, and I know even me, you know, like there's a point where you have to just call it and say, this is, it's time to go. So one of the things you could think about is like, say maybe planning is important, but practice more than you plan. So, you know, like we talked about earlier this week, all these like little 1% improvements. I mean, it applies not just to you and your own tech leadership, but your team also. If your team can just do a little bit better, right? Get something down, obviously do a little bit of planning, but you know, you got to cross that line eventually and start executing. And then you can make lots of small improvements. Um, there's another book I like a lot called by uh, Herminia Ibarra. And her idea is that you, you're more effective if you act and then think. So don't think, then act. Don't plan and execute, but execute and then plan. And the idea is that by doing that, you actually get something out there, you learn from it, you get you learn more from doing it than you do from thinking about it. And then you can make adjustments. There's a new book coming out by Simon Sinek, who's, you know, it's like hard to watch YouTube without having <laughs> his name show up in your feed if you ever watch any leadership video at all. Um, he has a new book coming out called Infinite Game, and I think that's a very similar idea. The idea is not so much to hit goals as it is to like constantly be in the game, constantly playing the game. So one of, uh, one of the closing thoughts from this book and from the chapter that I'm on is, you know, he says basically get your reps in, right? So, you know, if you go and work out, you need your repetitions, and it's in the repetition that you are going to learn the most. So to master the habit, to change your self-identity, get your reps in, practice, don't plan. Um, remember, action is greater than motion. And remember the story of the photography class. And it's Friday, so I think we're good, right? All right, thanks for listening, Tech Leads. We're on this mission together. We're trying to figure out this tech lead, hands-on EM, startup CTO thing where there's a lot of expectation and very little support. And thank you for taking me on this journey with you. Remember, we've got the free email list. We've got the Tech Lead Coaching Network. And if you're in LA, you can come to one of our Tech Lead Workshops LA events, or you can download my free ebook. Please download it, but don't read it until I get a revision out. And no matter what, I want to hear from you. Drop me an email to me at michaelrice.com or hit me up on Twitter at michaelrice. So go on and make the most of this opportunity, Tech Leads. Finish strong. It's Friday. It's a big step up in your career. You're going to do great. And I'm excited to be on this journey with you.